Hey, hey it's Crimson, and what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson, and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming, and just thank you for listening. I wanted to let you know before I get to the substance of today's video that I decided to bring back the subscriber rating video series. But what I'm going to be doing this time is rather than have you email me, I have a slightly different process. And I'll do a community post on my channel in a couple of days. Or I might just release a specific video with instructions as to how to participate. It's, it's going to be a little bit more simple this time. So just stand by for that. Just have a think in the meantime for those of you that are interested. And yeah, I'll give instructions on when it's time. Okay? Cheers. All right. So he actually has a new video. Oh, this video is actually new-ish. It was when the youth could never have... Uh, the youth you could never have. So let's actually get into this. Shall we, guys? You know, pretty much from the time we're in high school, even younger in some countries, we get told that we need to find ourselves a good job. We need to work hard, study hard, so you can spend several decades working for some company. And if you really put your nose to the grind, you may wind up, you may wind up in the position of manager. This is true. We all kind of deal with this. We've all been told this. Um, and it's just something that is becoming more and more untrue. So let's see his interesting take on it. And go gray at 35, you know, like that's the way we often get programmed. We get, we get taught that we need to be responsible and the definition of responsible is to sacrifice the best years of your life, to sacrifice all of the years to your life, good and bad, you know, don't retire, don't retire at 65. See if you can push it out to 67 or 70. We basically get programmed or conditioned that the definition of responsible is spending your life cooped up in an office. Even if I mean, like this is true. And quite frankly, I mean, like I can't shit on this whole belief because it's something that we've kind of been programmed to actually do. So yeah, let's this I'm agreeing with him so far, but I know there is a big old butt um, that's coming because this motherfucker is a black pillar. But let's 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 go. If you don't have children, it's pretty much the way that you're expected to be, especially from men. Like women have been pushed into the workforce too, but men in particular, because at least when you see like a twenty-year-old girl, like an attractive, an attractive twenty-year-old chick walks into an office, there is that sense of. Well, what are you doing here? You know, why, why are you here? You should be off modeling or something. They t Wait, no, no, that's not how this works. Like, like, I, I don't see that shit happening. Like, I, this is stupid. Like this, this, this right here is actually stupid because He's actually running on the belief that we're all told that and because she's an attractive, pretty young lady that she was told that, hey, this this guy, you have to look like this because or you should be modeling because reasons. That's not how that works, chief. But let's go ahead. Yeah, some chick, right? Tend to get that reaction. But nobody looks at a five foot nine, 40 year old dude with a big nose and glasses and things. What are you doing here in this dank office? It's like. That's where he's expected to be, you know, the, the overweight accountant type guy. It's just expected that. Wait, I don't have glasses, but I'm, nobody expects me to be. Uh, I I guess that's sometimes part of racism, but still like, no, no. OK, let, let's go. He should be doing that type of thing. And it's sad because that's not the responsible thing to do. One of the most irresponsible things you can do is waste your life. It's even been proven. They did a. A study, and one of the biggest regrets that people on their deathbed had was that they worked too hard. That was actually a measurable thing that many of them. Re Wait, citation needed, my friend. Citation needed. Regretted doing. 
But in saying that, though, it's one thing to be, you know, 80 years old, lying there on your deathbed, thinking, God, you know, I wish I had done this or that. But you see, there's a much worse type of regret that can last throughout much of your life. That's not just something that you experience when you're old, but may, that may haunt you from the ages of, say, 30 all the way through to 75, you know. You may be putting up with it for 40 or 50 years. It may be something that dominates your life. And that is the living regret of not living up your youth when you had the chance, or more hauntingly, that you had the, that you were never. So this is something that I know a lot of people actually face. Hell, I face it where I'm 30, 39, be 40 in February. And it's just like, you want to kind of do other shit and you don't want to seem like you're wasting your lives, uh, your life, um, because, you know, you were told, um, you were told that, um, you were just told that you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And quite frankly, it it's just something where we need to, yes, people need to be taught responsibility, but to the point where you're told that your only your only goal in life is to make money and become a productive part of society by just working under somebody maybe we need to have a, a different type of maybe we need to have a different type of relationship to work and responsibility given the opportunity to live a youth to that a was taken away from you by forces beyond your control whether it be your aspie personality or you didn't have the looks to participate or some other external thing got in the way of what could have been a youth that you never got to experience and that's what we're going to be talking about today like there used to be these memes that would go around the black pill community in many forums that showed a good-looking chad with his girlfriend and the idea the joke was the meme was that you will never have this that the you know, the, the guy who's 23 years old, who's never had a girlfriend, even if he becomes rich and gets himself a girlfriend or he looks Max's his way to, to success, he's never going to have what he could have had. had he so this is another stupid thing that I actually hate, that I actually see in a lot of this community is looks Max or um, you need to look this way or look that way. And you can trick a girl or you can like... It's so fucking stupid where people actually think that um, you can actually make yourself look more attractive. And for some reason, that gets you more and more that gets you more and more uh, of a chance of actually being um, being. Um, oh, here we go. By the way, um thunder i just gave you moderation um so yeah you are moderated so if you want to put a, a a command link in chat you can so just want to let you know that so all right um but it's really really fucked up because they think that it's all about the way you look and it's not a lot of these motherfuckers don't get that growing up in a better social standing and looked better and not had his aspie personality or whatever the case may be and even though it's just a meme the thing about memes is that they usually speak to a truth and that's the whole point of memes like let me give you an example right when i was a, a little kid about five years old i was suspected of being autistic literally uh, my family my teachers everyone thought that i was maybe asperger's or something of that persuasion so here's the thing about this and he's been saying it's like sb personality that's literally asperger's that he's trying to say it's where it is i hate this because i'm not an expert but i'm gonna say it so what a lot of people don't realize the spectrum of art of autism has actually been expounded. So you'll see in a lot of people that's defined with autism, uh, ADD, where it used to be all oh, their lazy kids, all oh, their this and that kids. And 
they're putting a stigma they they were putting a stigma in where they've actually expounded the definition of a lot of these things and what also is happening with these people is that it's still a stigma and a lot of these you know red pillars black pillars they still don't want to deal with their personality issues that they have and that's what's causing a lot of problems that is causing a lot of problems and because they don't want to deal with it then they say well it's my looks but let's continue because i had no interest in in socializing with the other kids i would literally stand at the window of my classroom in my first year of primary school what americans call elementary school and stare out the window for just hours like looking at the wind i remember in the in the last hour before three o'clock the wind back in new zealand would would kind of pick up in the afternoon and i would watch the trees and the clouds roll in in the late afternoon which i would know as a five-year-old was an indication that i was going to get picked up soon and my yeah i just remember the so like yeah some people are smart enough to realize certain shit and with them being smart enough to realize certain shit sometimes he was just so it, it seems like he was just socially ostracized where kids just didn't like his ass and that's fine that's that's definitely okay but i mean like why are you telling us this story just say that they had the suspicion i wasn't so cool let's go the other kids behind me laughing and coloring in and everything and i'm just sitting there or standing there staring out the window now i was never diagnosed uh with with asperger's or autism but i was i was suspected of it for a long time to this day my mother gives me grief about my aspie tendencies but whatever right i get mogged by my own family it's so over bro no but anyway um where was it what was it you know it's sad because he really thinks that this is normal and like not normal but he thinks that it isn't a problem like and i i don't know like i i don't get it i it's just like he says s um asperger's tendencies again he's using the slang for it and it's just like dude you may have some and it doesn't mean that it's bad it means that you just need to like you need to address it it, it definitely is not okay to be ostracized, but it's it's okay to experience some uh, experience being neurodivergent. It's okay, and even if you do have those tendencies or antisocial behaviors, you can work to try to make it where you're. It, it, you can work that to make it a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? It's not your looks. And that's the thing. Even if, like, that's what I hate. It's like they would take their antisocial behaviors and say, no, those are fine. Or, no, you're just trying to accuse me of it. And instead of addressing that, they address looks. And that's my biggest problem. Talking about. Oh, yeah. So this kind of um, introvertedness that I was alluding to in primary school, this re this very much kind of followed itself into high school. Even when I got to high school, I was still kind of an introvert. I was still someone who, you know, I had friends. I, I did all, I did things with people. I had a friend group. I became, I think they call it an in-betweener, someone who's like a halfway point between a nerd and a cool kid. I was, I was never popular, but I, you know, had the odd friend. But this, this introvertedness still was kind of there beneath the surface. And it was this kind of introvertedness that prevented me from being that that young normie who would travel off to some you know young party destination for people often wait see and this is the shit that i'm talking about you are literally expecting or trying to be this 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 person where it's like <sighs> going to parties isn't a staple of youth being a extro extrovert isn't a staple of youth being somebody that's just the life of the party, hanging out with thirty or forty friends, is not the is not a requirement of being a teenager. Losing your virginity 
at 16 and 17 is not a staple of being a teenager. It is how some people do, but not everybody. And I feel like they actually just have this expectation of what they want, but they don't have the gifts to be that. And so they say, well, I don't have any gifts. It must be my looks. And they, 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 they settle in this place of it must be my looks versus my shitty personality in the mediterranean or whatever i think in america they have a place down in mexico they go to cancun or whatever um you know Wait, i was never i was never think, confident enough outgoing enough does he think that normal people just take trips to cancun like that's not a normal person thing that's a rich kid thing or a kid with some sort of wealth but let's continue. To believe, and I certainly didn't have enough friends at the time, to be confident to be that normie who goes up to random girls when I'm 18, 19, like that guy in the foreground, that, that normie who's just comfortable in that environment. You know, I could get so plastered when I was that age that maybe I could walk around. Wait, he looks as if he's being a jackass. Like, the guy in this picture looks as if he's being a jackass. I don't know if you guys see that, like... This guy doesn't look as if he's, I, I don't know, but let's in continue. In that place and just seem like some guy who had lost his friends but not have the courage to talk to anybody. But, you know, maybe drunkenly, like, talk to a dude in that environment. But I was never that guy. And that presented a kind of long-term problem. Because while I did make up for a little bit of lost time around that 22, 23 period, you know, I had, I've, I've talked about in the past, I don't need to go over it. Wait, you're really doing this, dog. Yeah, no, not everybody can afford Cancun. Like, and he he's like I Yeah. Yeah, of course he just enjoyed other shit. Like, yeah. Uh, let's go. But I had a little I had some good experiences in that 22 to 24 kind of area. But um, before you knew it, you know, you, you know, I was 25, 26, and it was like, it felt like my youth was pretty much coming to an end already after not much time. And most people who do experience, you know, good teenage years and who go every summer over to like a party holiday destination with their friends, even they find that, you know, their youth is over before they knew it. And mine began very, very late. So 23, 24, your youth isn't over. Like, I'm sorry, I don't get that part. Like, can somebody help explain that one to me? 23, 24, your, your youth isn't over. It isn't. Shit, it's, it's barely starting. Like, these guys expect sort, so, some sort of, like, victory or some sort of accomplishment, like, as quickly as possible, and the fact that they don't get it wait what exactly like fuck but joe i'm jealous you actually got to myrtle beach but that's good that's cool let's go so it dried up very quickly and it's like soon you know sooner or later you're approaching 30 you're bordering on too old to go to nightclubs and everything and it's it's wait who's at 30 who's too old to go to nightclubs wait 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 Wait, 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 wait. Who's too old to go to nightclubs at 30? Motherfuckers in their 50s going to nightclubs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Your 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 youth isn't over once you get to past um past past 30. But let's let's go past 24 out of college. So right now, guys, we're going to take a little break in this wonderful show to bring you our sponsor. We're going to thank our sponsor for supporting this episode of this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Sad. And it took a long time to kind of like really accept it. <laughs> um, yeah, Ziggurat, if, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not going to be like other creators that I know that ask for proof, but that that's funny. That is funny. But let's go. And it's not just like the party scene, because I understand that there's a lot of guys 
out there and a lot of women who don't want this type of thing. They don't want the whole kind of, they don't want to party it up. They just want a, a wife and three kids and a, a white picket fence. They want the- Wait, 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 wait. Not everybody goes to, um, not everybody thinks to go to like, just because you don't go to a club doesn't mean that, um, doesn't mean that you literally want a wife and three kids and like, wait, what? Yeah, of course, a lot of social expectations are lame, but let's continue. This the so-called American dream. Uh, and they feel that that's gone. You know, they look at photos like this and they see degeneracy. They see the fall of the West, oy vey. But, um, but I don't. Okay, I don't. I see something very differently. Like, I remember there was this guy that I knew one time. And every, every summer he would tra travel off to an island in the Mediterranean where there was all this partying going on every, every summer. And he would sleep with like 30 different, you know, attractive girls every season. He'd work as a bartender and go home. What? <sighs> Citation needed. Oh, my God. Citation needed. Wow. Wow. By the way, guys, please, if you haven't already done so, please like the stream. Please like the stream. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch, can you throw me a follow? But he did he just say... Every season, this guy will go and, and because he's a bartender to sleep with like 30 girls. Now, I wonder where the exaggeration is, but let's go. Home with like a different girl every night throughout his early 20s. And yeah, I met him. I met him when he was 27. I was about 23 at the time. And he became a flatmate of mine. And even then, he would still bring home like a different girl every weekend. And it was usually like a pretty blonde girl who was very thoughty, like the one in this photo, the type of girl that, you know, her whole life revolved around going out clubbing in the weekend and meeting up with a Chad. This dude was probably like a, a Chad light, but very, very outgoing. And wait, just because you were getting women doesn't mean that you're a Chad. And I know that there are guys in their 30s and 40s that are literally still getting women and they don't, they just have that charismatic personality. Fuck, I probably could myself, but, like, no. Yeah, dude is just jealous. And, yes, kids are expensive. Trust me, kids are expensive. Cause like, Joe, I, I, I understand, like, your whole thing. I, I have one child to support, but, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's go. And, no, he doesn't know the girl. He doesn't. What he is doing is he is bitching because he literally, he literally is jealous. But let, let's go. Yeah, he would bring home these different girls every weekend. And because he worked as a bartender at a local bar down the road in the, in the downtown district, because we both lived in the CBD. And one day he got a girlfriend and he just stopped, like purely just stopped. And that was it for him. Like, no more going out every weekend to pick up a girl. No more traveling over to, I think it was Megaloof or Megaloof or ho however it's pronounced, I'm not quite sure. Um, and Ibiza. I think he used to travel to an island called Ibiza, which you've probably heard of. And he used to do that every summer. But he said, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just, you know, I'm, I've got a girlfriend now and we're going to move in together. We're going to um, find a house because he was British, this dude. And he's like, yeah, we're going to move back to England, find a house. And that was it for him. Because I guess he just got it out of the system. Like, when you... Well, fuck. Like, I don't know what to say about this guy. Because, like, he is literally... It, 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 just, it just sounds jealous. Like, it, it's just like... It's jealousy is raining with this guy. And it's like, I can't. I can't. I can't even see why... Like, he's been spending, what, three minutes talking about this guy? Three minutes. But let's let's you do go. something for long enough. You eventually grow tired of it. Like I couldn't relate to it. It seemed kind of like a a foodie, someone who loves food, giving up all of their favorite foods to only eat chicken for the rest of their life voluntarily. Or it seemed like a millionaire giving up all of their money. The idea that this dude who was twenty seven going on seventeen 
who could have easily had a few more a few more. Ah, shit! Fuck this guy because he is literally doing the thing. He is literally showing the jealousy. Fuck this guy. Wow. Wow. He is literally saying, well, well, I would want to have multiple different partners and all this other good shit. And he's, this guy's like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I really care about this woman. It's like, he can't like, CB CBR uh, CPB was the fucking Doomer guy is literally mad because it's that whole Andre three thousand sons. He like, how can I give up all this pussy cat in my lap? Like, but no looking back. Like he is literally doing that international players anthem song. He is literally doing it. I. Wow. I wow. He is just just jealous as shit. But let's go. Years left in him. The fact that he would just kind of throw in the towel like that, it seems so premature to me. But but it wasn't premature. Because what's the difference between sleeping with three hundred girls and four hundred girls, you know? It, it just seems like he didn't want to say the word girls there. It just seems to me, but let's go. What's the difference when you're that age? For him, it was the natural thing to do. And I couldn't relate to it because I didn't get to experience what he got to experience. And, you know, if you've watched this channel, you know that I had some good times, but nothing like this guy. I know that there'll be people out there who will listen to a video like this, and they may be inclined to dismiss it as just some old dude just whining and complaining, you know, first world problems. And I sympathize with that type of reception to a video like this but it's not at all i'm not a whiny person i'm not at the type of you just spent fucking wow he just spent five minutes whining about how his friend can actually get oh all types of women and he couldn't okay let, let's go person just complain about things that i have no control over i i speak out against that stuff no i could i would consider this video to be like a fire alarm for anyone who's young, like 17, 18, 19, to get off their ass and actually realize that they shouldn't take their youth for granted, that they should do everything they can to experience it. Because at the end of the day, you know, people can say, oh, bro, don't worry about it. Just get on with your life, bro. But when you're in your mid-30s and your youth is over, you know, get on with what? The only thing to get on with when you when you go past 35 is to get on with becoming middle-aged and then to get on with becoming old. Now, I'm not old. I, I'm not old. I'm not old. I'm not old. I'm 39. I'm not old. Yeah, sure. Okay. Again, I'm not being negative here. Um, I think that at every point in your life, you should stop and think, how much gas have I got left in the tank? You know, I know I've spoken a lot of, I know I've talked a lot of negative things about uh, CRP. <laughs> the hell with you, Thunder. <laughs> the hell with you. Oh, you got jokes. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Cool. That's fine. You got jokes. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to put you in timeout, but no, go ahead. Coach Red Pill, but he once made a video called Your Life is a Car, and he, he had a good metaphor. He said that, you know, think of your life like a car with a full tank of gas. When when you start off, you have a full tank of gas. Wait, he's referencing Coach Red Pill. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. But as you get older, you burn through that gas, and you don't, if you've got somewhere that you're going, you may wind up at Buckingham Palace. But if you don't know where you're going with your life and you're just walking on through or driving on through aimlessly, you may break down with barely any gas in the tank in some crappy suburb. Like, if you take some job, some off... Like, this man has... third. Like, I help me out with this one. Like, all right, all right. I hate to sound like I'm jealous. I may be envious. 
because he has some success. He has an audience. I don't know why, but like that's my concern. Like, why does somebody like this have an audience? He literally shits and talks down to his audience to like say like, "Oh, you'll never be happy. Oh, you'll never get this." And my content is so like, yeah, shit is fucked up, but we can change it. I I don't get it. I maybe like, do I need to like? I don't know. I don't know. But like, it's no message of hope. It's no message of we can work together to change it. It's other than like, yeah, let's let's teach these whores how to do a lesson and shit like that. Like, I I don't understand this. Uh, but maybe maybe it's just me. But le- let's go. This job, some low level career because it's safe, you know, and you maybe. I don't know. I don't want to encourage people out of finding happiness or anything. But maybe if you like, you met someone and you settled down and had a family. If you woke up at thirty-five, like that movie um, uh, American Beauty, if you if you find yourself at a certain age wanting to re not relive your youth, but live a youth that you never got to experience, then it's going to be over for you because you know if you try and go back to university to start a brand new career, you're going to be that old guy. And you're going to be competing with all of the 20-year-old <laughs> whippersnappers, as they used to say. And if you want to go party it up in the Caribbean, well, you can't do that because you're going to be the old guy. But people that are, like, I'm like, young people now are not in a position where they have the money or the income or the stability to take those vacations. A lot of people who are doing that now are older people. That's just the reality of what's going on. They're older people. But let's continue. It's going to be over for you. That's why it's so important to think while you have a full tank of gas. In fact, let me tell you a quick story. So a few years ago, back when I was living... Yeah, he only does think about everybody else, but let's go. New Zealand. I know I tell you too many stories about my time in NZ, but whatever. Um, There used to be this park called Albert Park in the downtown area. Back in the early 2000s, it used to be kind of dodgy, like there was a lot of like assaults and whatnot that happened. But um, as the 2010s wore on, they put all these new cameras in and all of these new lights, and they made it more kind of nighttime friendly. And it became more of a hangout spot for students, like during the weekend, because it was right next to the university. So, you know, you'd go there at 10 o'clock on Friday night, that all there'd be parties going on and like people sitting around drinking and international students congregating, that kind of thing. And I would sometimes go there, like I'd walk through there and hang out in the evening time because, you know, it was better than sitting at home because I lived in the CBD, so it was better than sitting in my apartment doing nothing. It was better than um, going to a nightclub by myself where I was 10 years too old to be there and by myself. Wait, you can go to a nightclub just to have fun. Just don't be the creepy old guy in a corner. Like that, like I, I don't think he gets it. I really don't think he gets it. It's just weird to me some of the things that these motherfuckers believe. But go ahead. Uh, so sometimes I just go there and because there's, there's lots of like hot Brazilian girls and everything there that would hang out. So yeah, it, it was something to do during the weekend. So one night I was sitting there drinking or whatever with someone at like 11 o'clock on a Friday night. And I saw this this dude. He was one of those dudes that you'd kind of describe as like like a borderline hippie with the bohemian harem pants and everything and the cotton, the patent shirt, the cotton shirt kind of thing. Uh, wait, wait, why does he have to be a borderline hippie? Like, what the fuck? All right. I'm I'm being I'm 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 being pedantic, but let's go. Um, I don't know if he had dreadlocks, but I think he had like that shoulder length kind of hippie here <laughs> that you'd see. Um, certainly not my cup of tea, you know. I, you know, I'm standing there with my my RM Williams on, and my my blue jeans and my flannel shirt. Not exactly the same kind of vibe from me. And um, anyway, I saw this dude, and he was with some girl, and they were like sitting in a tree, just talking. And I think I was already half plastered at that point, so I. <laughs> Wait, he looks by your standards markedly worse as far as clothes and his demeanor. But he's sitting in a tree talking with a girl. Dog, maybe it's you. 
And yes, we've all, I, it's, yeah, he's jealous. But let's go. I got up and walked over, climbed into the tree and started talking to them. In fact, I'll, I'll upload a, uh, a photo in the background of the exact tree because I know I can find it on Google because it's quite well known. It's not a tall tree, but it's kind of like one of the ones, kind of like the movie Jurassic Park with the brontosauruses where they're sitting inside the tree petting the brontosaurus. One of those kind of trees that you can sit inside, right? Stop fucking rambling. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop rambling. Stop rambling. Okay, let's go. And, um, yeah, we're sitting in there. And this dude turned out to be 19 years old he left home when he was 16 from the uk had traveled the entire world he had been he spent like eight months living in afghanistan and had all sorts of war stories like from you know being in afghanistan and witnessing conflict and he had all these different girlfriends that he'd met in all different countries the the girl that he was with then was like some girl he admitted a backpackers that he was now traveling with and and yeah that was pretty much his experiences How many of us think he's bullshitting? How much? How many of us think he's lying? Type one in the chat if you think he's bullshitting. Type one in the chat. By the way, if you if you haven't already, could you could you um, on if you're on YouTube, put like on the stream. Thank you. And he's he's sitting there telling me about how you know him and this girl are going to take off to Bora Bora in a couple of days, and then they're going to head off to. South America and they're going to do this and that you know they're going to travel to you know Paraguay or something then they're going to go through the Amazon and then he's going to ditch her and do these do these other things man and then celebrate his 20th birthday blah 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 I'm sitting there listening to this crap and I'm like 31 years old I've got work on Monday and I've traveled mostly back and forth between New Zealand and Australia and I'm thinking to myself like I'm I'm travel-mogged, I've been experience-mogged, I've been life-mogged by this random borderline degenerate hippie. And <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Wait. We all proceed at different stages of life. I've maybe traveled out of my state um, for long periods of time maybe six times out of my life. Um, and three of those times when I was younger, I went to California when I was younger. Um, I went to um, Mississippi. That was one. Um, and like now I've like traveled my local tri-state area kind of um, because I've, um, as an adult, I've been to Wisconsin. I've been to Disney World. Um, to compliment me going to Disneyland. I've been to Vegas a couple of times. But, like, I don't see it as, like, oh, I missed out on life. I went and had the experiences that I wanted that I have. Do I want to have more? Sure. Am I in a financial position? Fuck no. But I'm not going to just compare it to other people. Like, I may compare it to the friends that I know and say, like, yeah, I wish I would have traveled like you, but I'm not going to be, oh, I'm nothing because... I didn't travel like they did. Like, oh, wow. Wait. Oh. And he's a degenerate because he's had more sex than him. But let's go. You know, who I don't even know. And it was just, I was having like this like existential crisis at just how little, just how little I had done. Like when I was 19, I was racing home every weekend after uni to drop off my laundry and have some of mom's chicken tendies. It wasn't, you know, I was in a very different spot, let alone... So you admit that you, oh my God, it's, he's showing that he's, if this story is true, it shows that he is less mature than this guy. Like, I, I don't know. Okay, let's go. In 16, when I was coming home every day and playing Grand Theft Auto. So, you know, maybe I couldn't have done what this, you know, semi-gypsy guy did. And I guess the sad part, there's multiple sad layers to it. Um, some people, even if they wanted to do that, they couldn't because they're permanently unable to do so. There's something about them. There's something that's holding them back that they're unable to succumb. And they never experience a, 
a fun youth, and they never experience, you know, girlfriends while traveling. They never get to do any of that. It's not like me, who maybe could have done it in my 20s, but just didn't have the, the courage to do it. So you admit that it's about you and your personality. I, okay. This is, this. these people are so fucking stupid because they feel that it's their, it's, it's their, it's, it's somebody else's fault that they couldn't be more outgoing. It's somebody else's fault that they couldn't have the sex that they wanted. It's somebody else's fault that, 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 that they couldn't have the friends that they wanted. Never themselves. It's either their their parents' faults because of the looks. It's 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 the girls' fault because they're choosing Chad. But it's never their own personality issues. So right now, guys, we're gonna take a little break in this wonderful show to bring you our sponsor. We're gonna thank our sponsor for supporting this episode of this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, let's go. I don't know. Maybe maybe this video is a little bit too black-pilled. Um, it's actually not intended to be. Like I said, uh, the sound of a, um, a fire alarm is not a black pill. The fire alarm is not being negative, bro, because it, it only makes a sound whenever there's something bad happening. It's warning you to take action. And I like to think that's what I'm doing, you know. I like to think that there's a, um, there's a white pill buried in there, which is that, you know, if you're still young then maybe you have time to do something about it. And I'm not saying that you should throw in your job and do something irresponsible, but it's, you know, food for thought. I guess the only kind of caveat I would add is that you don't want to wind up like Paulie Shaw either. Paulie Shaw, those of you that are young who are... Wait, wait, who's wrong with Paulie Shaw? He still has money and he has a family, but let's go. Like uh, Zoomers, you won't probably remember who Paulie Shaw is. Um, he's actually before... Yeah, of course, um, Lucky. A lot of these people f believe that if they once they get laid, then there's no more problems. Once you get the wife and the kids, then there's no more problems. But let's go. For my time as well, he was more like my sister's generation, my older sister, like the older millennials and Gen Xs. They remember who this guy is. He was massive on MTV back when MTV was massive in the early. I hate that. It's that whole, um, it's that whole MTV when it, it was music. Like, no, they weren't ever all music. They they were always trying to be pop culture. They just would name music TV. But let's go. Early 90s. And he was in some early 90s comedies. Um, and that's him on the left there interviewing Bruno Mars in 1989, which just goes to show how pre-selected those breakout musicians are like bruno mars but that's a different video um the <laughs> wait 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 did he <sighs> what do you mean pre-selected that people would actually donate uh, uh excuse me dedicate their lives to a talent dedicate their lives to a like they, they dedicate their lives to i don't know being more like to a cause to a skill to a talent pre-selected okay let, let's go the point is you don't want to wind up like Paulie Shaw. You don't want to wind, you don't want to be one of those people who peaked when they were young, who only experienced youth. You, you, I'm not saying you shouldn't set yourself up for a good middle age. I know that kind of seems like a contradictory point there because it is a contradictory point. On one hand, I'm telling you to live it up while you're young and then saying don't be that guy who only lived it up when they're young. To be honest, there isn't really... You know, I can't tell people how to live their life and be happy. I would be a multimillionaire if I knew how to do that. I guess I'm just trying to... Wait. Wait. Wow. Oh, wow. Um. This man literally is actually saying that you should only, 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 like, 
live it up in Pauly Shore. As Joe said in the chat, this man is li- still is making money. Literally, like, okay, okay, let's let's go. Inspire some introspection. I'm trying to, you know, that annoying dad who's like, you know, I know I didn't study in school, son, but don't make my mistake. It's like, well, why shouldn't I make your mistakes? Why should why should you not get to study in school and then I have to? I guess I'm being that annoying dad now. But that's all I was trying to do. I was trying to inspire some introspection that you can find a balance, okay? Don't be that guy who peaked in school and don't be that person who missed out on their youth. Don't do either of those things is what I guess I'm trying to submit to you. In fact, while I'm on the topic, there is a, um, there's a video clip of Paul. <laughs> like, wait, wow, wow, fuck, wow. He, he wants to be somebody's daddy, so he's going to be your daddy. Like, wow, okay, okay, let, let's go. Holy sure, uh, appearing on Joe Rogan, and, you know, I'm not typically a Joe Rogan fan, but it was very, very telling. It was a very, very telling interview, and it's worth watching if you want to get some some insight into someone who really, really messed up their their youth, who didn't capitalize on the opportunities available to them. And yeah, it it's it gave me some good insights. It it caused me to reflect. And what's up? What's up, Adrian? What's up? The final point that I wanted to make, and then I'll wrap up the video, is that you don't want to get caught up in the opportunity cost conundrum where, you know, a lot of people, they have their whole lives ahead of them and they have all of this potential, all of their options are still open to them. But what happens is that they know that when they make a decision to do something, to travel, to start a new career, they know that they close off other options. You know, they've they've got all of these options open to them, but they don't know what to commit to. Because when you make a decision, you close off all opportunities to make other decisions that you might have been contemplating. And there are some people out there that have all of these roads available to them. They're young, they've got their whole lives ahead of them, and they've got all of these options that are open to them. But the problem is that, you know, they can only go down one of them because if they get to the end of one of these roads, which may have a lot of rewards, they'll that'll be great, but they'll never have time to go back down and examine the other roads by the time they're, they're old. Cause all right, so fun fact... You know, you guys, if you've been watching my channel for long enough, you guys will know, when did I start my journey for actually working on art and being an artist? I started this journey pretty late in life. Um, 35 is when I really started putting uh, context to making sure that I work more on art stuff. Like, this isn't a journey that I, I've been on for the last... Um, the last 20 years of my life, I've been drawing for that long, but just going to want to be that uh, uh, artist, that's been going on for like a while now. And it's just like, it, yeah, it's, it's never too late to start. But this motherfucker is literally saying if you're past 30, then your life is over. Shit. Like, and I fell into that trap too. I got married younger than what I wanted to, um, to the definitely a person where it was just a bad look. But that doesn't mean your life is over. It's just actually starting. But like somebody like this guy, somebody like this guy, I I don't know. But yeah, sure. Let let's continue. Because you know. One of these roads may take 30 years to finish, and you may be a politician at the end of one of those roads, but if you commit to one, you close off the doors to the others, right? And what happens is that a lot of people are paralyzed by the indecision because each one carries its own risk of rewards and benefits, and they end up just kind of not making any decision, just standing there paralyzed by the options available. And these people who don't make a decision... They never amount to anything because they sit there and burn through half a tank of gas just sitting there at the fork in the road. And before you know it, they're 35 years old and they haven't made a decision. And when they do finally make a decision to commit to one of these roads, 
it's too late to get to the other end of it. They're only ever going to get halfway down it by the time they're, they die. By the Everybody's destination is different. Everybody's definition, definite destination is different. And just because you don't make it past one doesn't mean that you have to make it to the other. Do I expect to be some millionaire that makes billions of dollars off of art? Millionaire makes millions of dollars off of art like Banksy? No. Do I want to make a, just a living off of being an artist? Yes. That's just life, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, but let's go. Time they're old. And there they are at the age of 50, on welfare, talking about changing careers and maybe going back to university because they set off down one of these roads, realized it was too late, and then had to backtrack. And there they are at 50 at the fork in the road, back to where they started. You're always at forks in the road. You're always at different decisions. You're always, at, as been said by many people in the chat, it's never too late until you're dead. And you know what? One of the things that he said in this video earlier was right. The fact that nobody lies on their deathbed saying that I work too much. Nobody says that. As a matter of fact, a, a guy that I watch, Josh, Josh Fluke, actually says like nobody. <laughs> oh, damn it. I should have worked more overtime. I should have did more things, missed out on life more because, you know, reasons. Nobody says that shit. But a fucker like him, he would be one of those that said. But let's continue. And you don't want that to be you if you're still young. And I guess the point that I'll kind of uh, wrap it up on is you don't want people in your family or society. Yeah, I want to stop and say this. Joe is right. You can't be 50 and getting welfare and living alone. You, you can't be doing that because the U.S. doesn't care about its workers. Like it just doesn't. But let's go. At large or your friends or anyone really to like convince you that you want that you should want to do something when you're young just because they think that you should be doing that like um i'll give you an example right like we often talk about getting cosmetic surgery okay um yes because these red pillars and black pillars and MGTOWs and insolent people um they always say plastic surgery plastic surgery doesn't fix your attitude but let's go I believe that there are times to consider cosmetic surgery. It's kind of a case-by-case -case basis. It's very complicated. But when talking to people about the issue of cosmetic surgery, you're always going to have, well, not always, but you're, a lot of people are likely to have pushback from their family. Okay, their family are going to be like, oh, you know, are you sure you want to get a nose job? You know, your nose looks good as it is. Everyone in our family has a big nose. There's nothing wrong with it. And they mean well. You know, they're not trying to trip you up. They genuinely mean well. But the truth is, if you had been born with a nice, straight, small nose. I, I have a big nose. Not as big as some other people, but I have a big nose. And I don't run into an issue. I'm sorry. You know. I, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know what stops me in a lot of cases from, like, connecting with women that I'm attracted to is either my attitude or hers. I We never have a problem of, oh, your nose is fucked up. Like, no. It's either my attitude or hers. And sometimes it is my attitude. Like, the fuck? The, the, I, okay, let's go. They would be like, oh, you're so lucky. You got the best nose in our family, you know. You're so lucky that you didn't take after your dad's side of the family, who all had big noses. You know, oh, he's so handsome, and best of all, he didn't get my he didn't get my husband's big nose, you know. That's what your family would be saying, right? Like, if you were born with good features, your mother, when you were in kindergarten, would be um, kind of um, bragging about, you know, what a handsome little boy you are. Wait, I've seen women that have ugly kids. Let's let's say it. They're ugly kids because some people don't look good until they get older because like they're big head and shit like that. But like they still say my handsome little boys and or my my beautiful little girls. They don't like like they don't. 
unless they're a shitty person, they don't shit talk their own kids. Like, that's not a thing that happens, dog. But let's continue. Yet, if you're born with unfortunate features and you grow up and you want to get them changed, it's like, why would you want to change the way God made you? You know, everyone in a... Good, good news. I don't believe in God. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm being an asshole. Let's go. Our family looks like that. There's nothing wrong with you. And yeah, you're likely to be confronted with that. And they don't, and again, they don't mean it in a malicious way. It's because they've known you a certain way your whole life. And people don't want you to change. People want you to remain the way that they knew you before. That's why, you know, if you're a kid and you're into like fire engines or something, playing with fire engines, if you go around telling, you know, your parents when you're a. If he has a shitty response for this, like, I, I don't know. This would explain a lot, but let's go. Seven years old. I want to be a firefighter when I grow up. When you turn 20 and you want to get into IT or something, your parents are going to be like, oh, I thought you wanted to be a fireman when you grow up. Because they know they knew you as a kid, right? That's why a lot of parents pull the wool over their eyes about their teenagers being, you know, good little girls, their little daughter being a good little girl. Because when she was 11, she was such a good girl. And now that she's 14 and she's not spending much time at home, you know, so I think I can hear her sneaking out at night. Is he going? No, 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 no. Don't go there, guy. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. He he bet not go there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, let's see if he goes there. They don't want to accept that things have changed, you know. It's so much easy to pretend that Sally is still, you know, the good little girl she was a few years ago. And, yeah, that's what a lot of parents do. They don't want to confront the changes that take place. And... Yeah, if you decide that you want to travel overseas, you want to go geomaxing or something, you want to travel over and travel to Thailand and lay pipe or something, um, you're, you know, obviously you can lie about it. But if you want to do something kind of out there that's very different to what your family and friends thought you wanted to do, they may respond with bewilderment and maybe even a little bit of hostility uh, in the face of what you want to do. But you've got to, like, you've got to... Get get through it you got to work through it because they don't have to live with your decisions you have to live with your decisions okay they're just saying it out of like some vague internal appeal to their own aesthetics of who you are they don't have to live with it for real but yeah i think i'll wrap it up here what please thank you okay let <laughs> okay Regina. okay we know okay 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 Let's, let's go. What I'll do is I'll finish off today's video with a quote. And I don't mean a quote from someone else. A quote from me. Okay, this is a, a CBP. <laughs> Wait, he quotes himself? Oh, shit. The height. The height of fucking arrogance. Uh, all right, let's go. Original. Okay. It's better to have been chad and lost than to have never been chad at all. Okay. If you have the ability to ascend, if you have the ability to do something fun when you're young... By all means, do it, okay? And if you if that opportunity is gone, wow, well, you're gonna have to maybe go watch that cope video I did about how to master cope, okay? You're gonna have to find a cope. But if you still have the opportunity to live it up while you're young, it's better to have been Chad and lost than never to have been Chad at all. It's better to have been a Chad has been than to have never been there in the first place. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. See you soon. I'm thoroughly through. I'm thoroughly through. I, I, oh God. Oh, wow. I, I'm thoroughly through. Like, I, I can't with this motherfucker. I can't. Like, he's like literally doing the thing. He's doing the thing where you're just like, well, yeah, you're be a Chad. And it's just like, no, motherfucker, you sound stupid. You sound like you have issues. And, like, I, I, I don't even know. Like, 
Wow. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's super bitter. He's super bitter. But, like, I I can't, I can't with somebody like this. The only thing that I can say is that, yeah, he, he's, he's definitely super bitter. And I am, hopefully, he actually never, ever, ever gets a, uh, what he considers to be a fucking family. Like, wow. Like, 